Principal Matters Podcast, episode 253. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, we're talking to an old friend, DJ Klein, assistant principal at Terry High School in near Jackson, Mississippi, who just has had some transitions in his school leadership because he'll now be the assistant principal of Ocean Springs High School, the second largest high school in Mississippi on the coast between Biloxi and Pascagoula. TJ Klein, welcome back to Principal Matters Podcast. It has been one year. I was looking back and it was Principal Matters Podcast 197, June 4th, 2020, when I released our first conversation, which was a conversation that we had on 10 tips for new assistant principals. You had reached out to me with some questions. And so we jumped on a Zoom and I walked you through what I considered to be 10 things to prepare for this role. And so recently we circled back around and we're like, hey, it's been a year. So what are some things you've learned? And so um, why don't you fill in the gaps on that intro? And then I'll jump into some questions with you because I would love for you to give some feedback, but give us an update on yourself and your family and fill in the gaps on anything I've said so far. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing when you really uh, look back on it, just how fast a year really goes by. Uh, and many lessons learned. Looking forward to discussing uh, with you all the, all those 10 lessons, uh, plus many more, I'm sure, that will uh, probably come to light as we have our discussion. But, uh, but yes, sir, uh, between uh, back then and now, uh, lots of things have changed. I entered uh, my first year as an administrator, and uh, a few weeks into it, I was also uh, delegated the role of athletic director as well. And so uh, tons of stories, uh, great experiences. I had a chance to uh, work with uh, with an amazing team, uh, Matthew Scott, who is now the lead principal at uh, Terry High School, uh, just a, a great, great leader. And uh, I'm really sad that uh, that I'm going, but uh, an opportunity did present itself in, uh, in Ocean Springs. And so I uh, actually get a chance to uh, close on my house uh, this Wednesday and move my uh, wife of seven years, along with my uh, soon-to-be four-year-old, uh, down to uh, down to the beach. And so uh, it's an exciting chapter. It's obviously a uh, big change. It's going to be about three hours away from, you know, any any family. But uh, within the past several months, uh, found out that I actually do have uh, several, you know, former colleagues and uh, and friends down there, and even a uh, even a family member. So at least we're not going in, you know, not starting over completely, but uh, we'll have, you know, some friends and folks and uh, even, you know, the, the new admin team and myself, we've been able to, uh, you know, have many, many different uh, Zoom conversations. And uh, we had our admin team retreat just a few weeks ago. And so uh, looking forward to working just with uh, with a great team, great teachers and uh, and a great set of students. So uh, big things, big things are definitely underway. Well, congratulations, DJ. And I'm so excited because, you know, one year ago, you were a former sixth grade math teacher stepping into your first year as a school administrator. And one of the reasons that I enjoyed our conversation so much was when Principal Matters podcast began. I was leaving the assistant principal role and stepping into the high school principal role. And so I was thinking so often about young leaders stepping into this work, what kinds of lessons would I want to share with them? And so you've been a listener who was a part of this community before you became a principal, and now you've been 
in this community with a year under your belt and what a year to be a first year assistant principal during a pandemic and, and all the craziness that that entailed. But in addition, you've been offered something that you believe is an even better fit for yourself and for your family. And so I wanted to give Principal Matters a listen, Principal Matters listeners an opportunity just to hear back from you, because as we corresponded at the end of this year, you sent me back what you felt like were 10 quality takeaways that you could share with other leaders who may be stepping into the assistant principal role for the first time. So I'm just going to hand you the mic, DJ, and just ask you to walk us through what are some of those things that you learned from this past year? And and of course, you know me, I'll love to reflect with you on these things, but take us through, and I know these aren't in any particular order, but uh, why don't you just walk us through one at a time, those 10 things you would tell uh, someone who may be stepping into their first year role as an assistant principal. Sure, absolutely. And uh, let me first, you know, begin just by saying, uh, you know, for anybody who's listening in, uh, definitely refer back to episode uh, 197, because especially this first year, uh, Mr. Parker, I cannot tell you how many times I pulled that up. I mean, it's actually in the notes section of my phone. And so uh, that advice has definitely, you know, paid off and paid dividends, you know, as I just journeyed through uh, just this past year. And so uh, obviously just with, you know, any other uh, school leader, any other educator, really, you know, the past year uh, was definitely, you know, challenging, especially when you see it through the lenses of the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, very grateful that at least, you know, uh, the end of hopefully the end of this pandemic is within sight. And so a lot of lessons uh, to be learned. And so uh, it's very hard just to, you know, compact it just into a a list of 10. But uh, when I really sat down and just uh, reflected on, you know, my own unique experience, you know, being a young uh, assistant principal, also an athletic director, you know, serving the Terry High School. Uh, these are some of the you know, biggest takeaways that I've had uh, this past year. Uh, number one, uh, be aware of your strengths and weaknesses, uh, especially stepping into uh, the leadership role uh, for the first time. And I really feel like this advice could go for, you know, not only uh, principals, but also teachers as well. Uh, know your leadership style, uh, know your natural strengths, uh, but also be aware of areas in which you can grow. I mean, I think that's the uh, the biggest, you know, irony in our profession is that, um, that nobody ever stops growing. You know, either you're a student, you're a teacher, an assistant principal, principal all on up down to the folks in central office, you know, each and every one of us has rooms uh, or has room, pardon me, uh, to grow. And so, um, have a strong self-awareness of those areas in which you can grow, uh, but also uh, stepping into, you know, your leadership role, uh, have a good idea of who you are. Uh, I'm a real big fan of uh, psychology, different personality, uh, even during our admin uh, leadership uh, retreat that we had just a few uh, weeks ago, we had the chance to take a uh, personality test. And so uh, going over the results, it's, it's always has kind of the the same effect of wow, you know that's that's me. And so uh, let me encourage uh, anybody listening in uh, just to be aware of uh, of your personality. Uh, there's an awesome website called uh, 16personalities.com. It's based on the Myers Briggs uh, theory, and of course, you know it, it not. Each and every one of the personalities isn't going to be a clear cut definition of who you are, but uh, takes about 12 minutes uh, online. Uh, check that quiz uh, quiz out and it's going to give you an entire entire plethora of 
information, uh, your personality, your strengths, your weaknesses, uh, even recommended jobs. Uh, I myself just happened to be an entertainer. And so uh, it was really uh, revealing to me, you know, on now again, is it 100% you know, an assessment of who you are as a human being, by no means it's not, but uh, it definitely is able just to kind of sit back and, you know, self-evaluate and, um, and just see, okay, you know, I, I struggle with, with this on this personality assessment, you know, is that really true? And you can actually reach out to, you know, there's some, hey, ask my, my wife, Kristen, hey, is, is this true about me? And she'll say, DJ, yeah, that's exactly you. And so I uh, have a good idea of, uh, of who you are uh, before you even step into the role. Uh, number two, be visible uh, and accessible. This is uh, one thing my former superintendent uh, said to me, you know, if he said, if I ever come to your school and you're in your office, you better have a good reason for being in there. Now, uh, being visible and accessible as a school leader, you know, to your teachers, students, and support staff throughout the day, uh, it may sound simple, but it's, it is definitely essential. Uh, you know, meetings, student discipline, and other matters are obviously going to take your time, and so sometimes you have to sit down in your office to get caught up on email and things like that, but uh, this is a lesson that I learned uh, really quickly, especially, you know, going through, uh, going through the pandemic, and since it's really everybody's first time. Uh, this is just one of those things that there's nobody could draw back from previous experience to, I think uh, you even referred to it in a previous episode as, you know, decision fatigue. So, you know, a lot of, you know, coaches, a lot of teachers are, you know, they're looking for you for help. And so, uh, so being accessible, being visible uh, is definitely, definitely a strong characteristic that strong lesson that I've learned in this past year. Uh, number three, uh, no available resources uh, that benefit students. Uh, learn all you can about the resources that are available in the community and allocate those resources uh, to your students' benefits. And so, uh, although I'm only a year into it, I am continuing to discover uh, new resources that can be utilized to the benefit of your teachers and students. And this is just something that, you know, came, you know, as I transitioned from the classroom to, you know, the administrative role, it was just, uh, just a naivete that, you know, I just never really thought about, you know, just really how, you know, big the community is, uh, even resources that student groups on campus can offer you, whether it be ROTC or even the football team or, you know, a specific club. Uh, there are so many resources that are available that, you know, as an administrator, you can utilize uh, for the rest of the student body's benefits. So, um, so reach out, you know, uh, don't be afraid to, to even ask. And so um, definitely a big lesson learned that first year. Uh, number four, uh, develop a routine and stick to it to the best of your ability. This was a huge one. And I know there's probably some principals uh, that are listening in and say, well, like, hey, every day is different, and yeah, which obviously is true. And there are some days where, you know, you have to throw your routine out the, out the window. I mean, something might happen with a, with a discipline case or, you know, perhaps you have a, a meeting that just is, you know, kind of impromptu that you have to attend to. But, uh, but by and large, you know, at least have that routine in place. Uh, I myself, I, I use the, the notes app on my iPhone is probably the app that gets the most uh, usage time. Uh, I have it from the time I wake up, uh, you know, 
5.30 a.m., work out from 5.30 to 6.30, and then the rest of the day, even my breakfast is planned, and to some people, they kind of, uh, you know, they kind of shudder at that idea. Even my personality as an entertainer, uh, one of my weaknesses on that assessment was I'm somebody that does not like, you know, structure and routine, so as I mentioned, that assessment's not completely accurate, and and that is a that's a case in point right there. I'm one that craves structure. I have to have routine, and that is just how I how I function. And so, uh, so again, even though there's no such thing as a you know quote unquote normal day for any administrator, um, have a daily agenda. You know, have a set time where you know we talked about in episode 197 of scheduling all of those teacher evaluations uh, on the front end. Uh, that is one thing I can't stress enough. Have those in place and, uh, and stick to them, commit to them, you know, communicate, hey, to your teachers, this is when I'm going to be in your classroom. This is what I'm looking for. Have that pre-conference, that post-conference. And so that way, you know, that time is delegated. Uh, emails, have a set time where you return all of them, uh, returning phone calls from parents. Uh, that way, you know, the more structured you are, the more prepared you are. And so, hey, in the event that, again, something comes up unexpected, you're still get back to, you know, your to-do list and get everything that you need to do knocked out. So uh, on that on that note of uh, there's no such thing as a normal day, uh, prepare for the unexpected. This is uh, this is a big one, you know, especially going through this uh, pandemic. Uh, really, we never knew what was going to happen next. Uh, you go back to your schedule and your day could be going as you know normal as it possibly could go. And then you get a phone call, you know, from a from a parent with that that terrible news that pretty much all of all of us have heard. You know, my my son or daughter has been diagnosed positive with COVID or maybe somebody in the household. And so, um, and then you're just going down. We know what to do, contact tracing. And so, I mean, prepare for the unexpected. Uh, in the book, Extreme Ownership, uh, it's definitely a huge one that I would recommend to uh, all, of your, all of your listeners. Uh, written by former Navy SEALs, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Uh, they introduce, uh, you know, the four laws of combat and how, you know, that pertains to, you know, the business world, but it's easily adopted into, you know, the education world as well. And so um, one of those uh, is just, you know, prioritize and execute. It's an, an important role. Uh, when things start, you know, feeling like, you know, it's getting too much to handle. The heat in the kitchen is getting too hot. Uh, sit back, prioritize the most urgent task, and execute the means of getting all of those uh, tasks knocked out. Wow. Well, DJ, let me jump in for just a moment because those first five are just so incredibly powerful. And I'm only going to say a couple of things and then have you share the last five of those. But Principal Matters listeners, just to quickly summarize, number one, be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. Number two, be visible and accessible. Number three, know available resources that benefit students. Number four, develop a routine and stick to it to the best of your ability. And number five, prepare for the unexpected. And I love that book recommendation, which I'm obviously going to put in the show notes, DJ, as well. So take us through those last five, DJ, because these first five, those, those are amazing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, just to continue, uh, point number six, uh, you know, share your leadership with others. Uh, 
at a high school, uh, Terry High School had about 1,200 and Ocean Springs is over 1,900, almost 2,000 students. And so with the number of clubs, uh, sporting events, extracurricular activities that are available, especially on the, on the high school uh, level, there's uh, plenty of opportunities for others to step in and, uh, and lead. Uh, and they really present themselves. Um, now, as, as an administrator, you know, sometimes we do want to put on our Superman cape and try to do as much as possible, which, you know, my first couple months, uh, that was absolutely the case. But I uh, really, I came home one night, it was maybe 10 or 11 o'clock. And, uh, you know, my wife looked at me, she's like, you you gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta make a change because, you know, it's just a, it's a recipe for burnout when you're trying to simply just do it all. And so, um, so look for opportunities to delegate leadership uh, to other, you know, coaches or teachers uh, in your school, uh, especially those that, uh, you know, that are interested in uh, pursuing a AP position or uh, maybe another leadership position pursuing a national board certification and, um, and see if they can uh, you know, rise to the call. Uh, there's podcasts that I listen to uh, by Craig Rochelle, just the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, uh, another one I would definitely recommend for any aspiring uh, leader. But it, I think it's one of his first two episodes. He actually uh, talks about the six different types of leaders and uh, the two um, out of all six, there were two positive ones. The five is, you know, a healthy leader, in which we all obviously strive to be. But number six, the best type of leader, you know, in his opinion, is an empowering leader. And so, uh, so look for ways just to uh, to empower uh, leadership roles to uh, to the adults that serve uh, our great kids. And so, uh, let's move on to uh, to number seven. Uh, listen more than you speak. I uh, believe we talked about this in episode 197, and uh, this is one that I practiced ever since day one. Uh, before I started, I really had, you know, no idea just how many people I would be working with, uh, you know, whether you're in a close capacity to them or not, and uh, and how many numbers I was going to add to my contact list on my phone. Uh, when you factor in students, parents, uh, teachers, counselors, support staff, upper level admin, central office personnel. Uh, I had the, you know, the benefit of working with, uh, with our transportation company. So all the personnel that worked for them, uh, outside vendors, uh, the custodial personnel, admins and athletic directors from, uh, from other districts, uh, you know, you really come to realize just how big, uh, not only, you know, the operation at your school is, but really your entire network of uh, other schools, you know, in the metro area and beyond. And so, uh, so one thing that, you know, all of these great individuals, you know, have in common is this, you know, is they all have a story to tell. And so, uh, so my advice would be to take a time to sincerely listen to each and every one of them. Uh, every second, you know, builds a strong foundation of positive relationships that will directly impact, you know, your school and your students. So listen more than you speak. Number eight, Ask for feedback uh, from experienced admins, uh, especially being uh, the new guy. This was one that uh, I used 
on a daily basis. Uh, I was lucky to, you know, work with uh, a team of uh, veteran administrators. I even knew of some, you know, coaches and teachers on staff that were uh, former administrators as well. And so uh, if you're second guessing any decision uh, that you're about to make, which obviously being, again, a first year guy, I, I did a lot. It is best to ask uh, as many experienced administrators uh, as you can. And so not only did I ask, you know, those that were in my building, but I also, you know, leaned on administrators from a neighboring district where I worked six years as a teacher. And so uh, that's one thing, especially going through uh, the pandemic, you know, we have a I guess kind of a nature to think that we're we're in this fight alone, which is far from the truth. You're not. Uh, it is a team team approach in everything that we do. It is team oriented. So uh, so don't be afraid to uh, to ask questions, to ask a lot of questions. I mean, the only unwise question is a question that you never ask. And so uh, so don't be afraid to ask because uh, you know it's better to to know the answer than to you know go in blind and you know, face uh, a negative repercussion for, for a poor decision. And so uh, that's point number eight. So point number nine, celebrate teacher and student success. Uh, this was huge. And, um, and I put this down primarily, you know, just going through the pandemic. It's, again, it almost seems like it's human nature to, to look at the negative in, in almost anything. I mean, if you look up uh, any review for a restaurant that you're looking to check out, uh, nine times out of 10, you know, that those reviews are going to be somebody who had a negative experience. I mean, go to Yelp.com and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, you know. And uh, so the positive reviews are the ones that, you know, are, are kind of few and far between. You know, and so uh, through the pandemic, that was a uh, big lesson that I learned is that, you know, despite the challenges, uh, we at Terry High School, you know, we really uh, rose to the calling and, you know, we knew that we we're in it together. And uh, really, as a school, uh, we focused on finding ways to celebrate teacher and student success. And so um, and really, no, there's really there's no such thing as a too small of a celebration. I mean, whether it's a uh, an email, uh, a Keurig K cup coffee in a teacher's uh, mailbox, uh, using social media. Um, you know, our PTO uh, gave us some uh, gift cards to a local restaurant towards the end of the year, and so uh, just find ways to celebrate teacher and student success. Uh, every single benchmark. We had large, large banners just posted up on the walls to celebrate, you know, students that showed uh, any type of growth uh, whatsoever. And so uh, I think just facilitating that, you know, and integrating that into your school culture, especially during this past year, is, uh, is a big lesson that I came away with. And so uh, number 10, I saved the uh, most important for last. Uh, maintain a healthy uh, life work balance. This is a, a saying that I actually got from my dad, who is uh, the chief uh, capital officer for uh, the Corps of Engineers in Vicksburg. And so uh, a life work balance. And yes, the order in that phrase is correct. As the school year goes by, it will be easy to become overwhelmed with uh, just keeping up with the day to day responsibilities of the profession. Uh, I know we mentioned, you know, uh, during episode 197 of our interview last year that really parallels this lesson is just commit to positive habits now, whether that be uh, working out, practicing an instrument, uh, you know, reading your Bible or praying, um, 
whatever you need to do to, to constantly recharge. And so uh, it is extremely important, but I'll also add this. Uh, don't forget those in your immediate family and circle of friends that have invested in you uh, in your personal journey. You know, a vacation every now and then, you know, is nice. Don't get me wrong. I just came back from a week and a half up in uh, Washington, D.C. and Pittsburgh. But, um, but where are you for most of the school year? You know, so commit your evenings, you know, weekends outside of work to, to those who matter the most. And so, uh, again, the biggest lesson I've learned this year is just maintaining that healthy life work balance. It does sound simple, but um, it is of the utmost importance for any administrator as you uh, go about your journey. Wow. Well, DJ Klein, let me just summarize those last five areas. Number six was share your leadership with others. Seven, listen more than you speak. Eight, ask for feedback from experienced administrators. Nine, celebrate teacher and student success. And 10, maintain a healthy life work balance. There's just so many things that I would love to add to that, DJ, but there's a couple of things I want to say. And and for Principal Matters listeners, you guys know that I will include DJ's notes in the show notes because there's about um, 200 things you could tweet from that conversation that we just had together. So DJ, I mean, everything from maintaining leadership by empowering leaders to uh, making sure that you understand the only unwise question is the one you didn't ask. But as I was listening to you talk, DJ, I was just thinking about a book that I just finished recently about teamwork by Tony Dungy. And it's a fantastic book. It was re- released in 2019. And I just listened to the audio version and I've shared, a, I've already shared it with a couple of friends because I thought this is such a great book. It's, it's written as a fable, a fictional football team that Tony Dungy creates in order to step into that world. And by narrating that team's experience, he's able to talk about what works and what doesn't work. And it's brilliant because he's able to do it without any, without criticizing real people that he knows and has worked with. But there's something that he talks about in that book when he's working with teams about understanding the soul of teamwork. And he uses that S-O-U-L to talk about the S, selflessness, the O, ownership, the U, unity, and the L, larger purpose, understanding your larger purpose. And so as you were as you were going through those 10, I just kept thinking how they all fit into those categories of understanding how important it is to work selflessly, to be quiet when you need to, to invest in the, those around you, to take ownership of your responsibilities and schedule those things in advance that are important and prioritize and execute accordingly, to be to work in unity with the people in your school and in your community. I mean, you name so many people that are a part of that team, everybody from transportation directors to cafeteria workers. And then the heart of leadership, which is just comes out, DJ, in, in everything you say, which is serving kids, which is taking care of school communities, which is making your school a better place after you've left it than when you found it. And so not all school leaders are going to have the same experience that you had your first year. But as you as you look back and you think about, man, this is a lesson I'm going to take with me. I, I know those are 10 lessons that you're, that you're going to take with you. But if you're speaking to a, a leader who's looking at this work, maybe for the first time, like you did a year ago, um, what's, what's something you would encourage them to, 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 to take courage as they look forward? I'll definitely, you know, encourage them that, um, that you know, your first year as an AP, uh, it's going to have its challenges. It is. But uh, just know this. Uh, you're not alone. You are far from it. 
And so uh, come into it just as a, uh, as a true servant uh, during our admin retreat uh, for Ocean Springs. Uh, Mr. Uh, Braxton Stowe is gonna be the new head principal there. You know, he talked about uh, servant leadership. And I really think that that is going to be, you know, essential for, you know, not only first year APs, but for any administrator to know that, uh, that yes, you are a leader, uh, but you're also a servant first. And so, uh, so maintain your identity, you know, as that servant leader, uh, keep your eyes on uh, the mission at hand of, you know, helping each and every one of our kids, you know, reach their personal you know, potential every single day. Uh, keep the vision always in the back of your mind and, uh, and listen, be confident. You're going to have some days that you'll come home and, you know, your head will be spinning around and you'll probably ask yourself, you know, why in the world am I doing this? But, uh, but just know that, you know, the sun will always rise in the morning. And so uh, new challenges will always uh, come up, but, uh, but that's exactly how you have to perceive them is that they are challenges. You know, you're going to learn from each and every uh, situation that you encounter, whether it's a uh, meeting with a parent or a meeting with a teacher or, or anybody. And so uh, just be open to grow and just always keep that identity as a servant leader first. Well, DJ Klein, it has been amazing to circle back with you one year later and to be able to unpack those lessons for leaders in your own journey, but also for those that may be stepping into this work. As you look forward to next year, I know you've got a lot of things you're excited about, but give us uh, give us a glimpse of what, what you th- see in store at Oceanside as we celebrate uh, your next part of your journey. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm looking forward to it uh, with, with great anticipation. Uh, again, you know, we are moving down there. Uh, hopefully either this, uh, probably not July 4th, but the weekend after. And so uh, we're just looking, you know, my family and I, you know, it's just a, a new town. So just to get, you know, plugged into a, to a great close-knit community, uh, definitely looking for that. Uh, professionally, uh, I'll be working with a team of, uh, out of the uh, five total administrators, there's going to be four of us, or three of us rather, that are, uh, that are brand new. And so uh, getting to know them and, uh, and just come together uh, you know, all for our, our teachers and uh, our students benefit. I've had a chance to uh, reach out to uh, some of the teachers that are going to be in my department. I'll be overlooking uh, the math department along with uh, PE and business ed. And so uh, looking forward to uh, just getting to know them, developing, you know, that foundation of uh, just positive relationships. And uh, especially as we, you know, sail the sail the waters back to uh, normalcy. <laughs> uh, definitely, you know, looking forward to uh, learning, you know, a new culture and, uh, and a great community and kids as a whole. And so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I really am. Well, you should be. And I understand that you're going to be transitioning in this role away from athletic director and being able to focus a little bit more on curriculum. So congratulations on, on a shift that I know is a passion area for you, especially since you were a math teacher, getting now a chance to focus on that area. I know that's going to be exciting for you too. Well, Principal Matters listeners, I just want to encourage you, if you missed episode 197 a year ago when DJ Klein and I talked about his anticipation of first year as assistant principal, check out that episode. And if this is your first year, then please share this out with others as well so that they can understand and learn from his experiences. And for those of you that may be finishing your first year, I'd love to hear from you as well. If you want to reach out to me with your story and your experience, 
at my website at williamdparker.com. You can find my contact information there, or you can just email me directly at will at williamdparker.com. DJ, how can folks stay connected with you through social media or any other way that they can find you? Absolutely. I do have a uh, personal Instagram page. Uh, it's pretty much dedicated. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm a watch nerd. That is my hobby. I just enjoy uh, fitness, working out, and, and education. So uh, I'm a pretty pretty simple guy at the end of the day, but my Instagram is djkline1. djkline, and what was the other word? Uh, just the number one. That's it. N- number one. djkline1. If you want to find DJ at Instagram, well, DJ Klein, thank you so much for taking time out of your summer, your vacation, following up with me, staying an active part of the Principal Matters community. And Principal Matters listeners, thanks for doing what matters. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Will. It was a pleasure. You can find other free resources like this one at williamdparker.com.